Greetings to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have been seeing about why do I follow Jesus Christ? Why do I we follow Jesus Christ? This is a series um, under which we have come to this ninth volume. And uh, uh, today we are going to see a very good uh, message which, which will be brightening us, which will be giving a reason for our living. Uh, let's listen to that. Uh, there is a verse which I would have read Isaiah 43.2 is a very beautiful verse which I love very much. When you cross a deep rivers, I will be with you and you won't drown. When you walk through fire, you won't be burnt or scorched by the flames. You won't be scorched, scorched by flames even. You will, you will not be burned, you will not be scorched by the flames. Even the flames won't uh, scorch you. What does it mean? The Bible doesn't say that you won't uh, get uh, problems. You will be behind the problems, but you will uh, get out of all the problems. You will, I mean, you will overcome all the problems. That is what is the promise given by the Bible. That is a promise that we have seen. That's why the Bible says, uh, the, I mean, it literally means uh, deep rivers may literally mean deep rivers and deep problems. God even divided Red Sea into two and he made the uh, Jews walk through. He did it. But the same way he could do anything, literally or spiritually, or whatever way we feel it's fitting into our situation. God is doing this. He won't let the waters come near us. He won't let uh, the flame coming near us, the flame of fire coming near us. But nothing will harm us. That is what is the promise given to us. Nothing will harm us. I will be with you when you cross a deep rivers. And you won't draw. You won't uh, go into the deep river and get lost. No, you won't get lost. That is what is promised. Problems will come. So many, uh, the problems will, uh, in other words, problems will be thronging like anything, waiting for you, hovering over you, and they will be, um, they will be just um, overwhelming you. All such will be there. But at the same time, you will not be uh, just drawn out of that, and you will not uh, go into that, and you will never get lost out of it. You will come out of it. You will be winning. And you will be throwing everything away and you will come out victoriously. You will be the vic uh, I mean, winner. You will get through all this. But these things will approach you, come you. And you will be confronting all these things. You will be meeting with all troubles, all such. But you will never get lost. You will be coming out of it. That is what is the promise given to us. And that is what the Bible gives us, the, uh, this type of promise. And that makes us think that this is good. This is good life that we have to follow Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ uh, and his verses and the verses which I spoke about Jesus Christ are giving us these type of verses are words which are encouraging us to believe him more and more and walk with him more and more. That is why we follow Jesus Christ and we have to, we are constrained, we are constrained and you are constrained to follow Jesus Christ. That is the reason behind that and that is the true reason behind it. That is the real sense behind it. That is the real, um, what we say, knowledge behind it. And we do follow Jesus Christ. That is the reason. That is the reason behind it. So we need not be afraid of anything. And uh, today we are going to see uh, only four verses. These are the four verses um, which will be giving the sense for this message today. One is very importantly and uh, very easily we can uh, remember those verses. Matthew 10.37, Mark 10.37, Luke 10.37, John 10.37. These are the four verses from the four Gospels, uh, which are giving us the essence of this uh, message today. <clears throat> Matthew 10, 37. What does it say about? I read that verse first, and then we can go ahead. First, this one. 
37 if you love your father or mother or even your sons and daughters more than me you are not fit to be my disciples uh, i read out uh, 36th verse that is the previous one your worst enemies will be in your own family and the uh, the i mean the next verse after that and unless you are willing to take up your cross and come with me you are not fit to be my disciples so now he is talking about these disciples disciples should be like this disciples means those people who are following him following him if you want to follow jesus christ you have to take your own cross and follow him that is what he wants to say over there in the uh, 38th verse but now we are concentrating on the 37th verse and the previous preceding one and the next one both are uh, very important the preceding one says the, and the previous verse says uh, like this your uh, own household is your own enemies what does it mean and just to understand that we have to uh, understand this particular verse 1037 matthew uh, i have a friend uh, even uh, he is my relative and he used to shout and scream and what not when he father when his father died he loved his father too much so much that he couldn't uh, even uh, uh, understand that he has uh, he has uh, he has uh, died and uh, out of age because he is uh, he, he was uh, 85 nearing 90 so out of age he died and uh, he had some ailment also and uh, 90 90 something nearing 90 something like that but <clears throat> and for some time he was uh, in the bed also and this person who was uh, hardly 35 something like that age 35 hardly 35 and he was shouting like son his own son he was shouting like anything screaming like anything saying that he would also go with his father father he loved so much i father i loved you so much dad i just want to come with you all such thing he was shouting and the relatives around him uh, stopped him saying you should not say like that you are going to live father loved you too much so much and you also loved him so much. much that's all but there is a limit now you being a christian you just look at jesus christ jesus christ we have said like this 1037 matthew he says if you love your father mother or your uh, son or daughter more than me you won't be my disciple what does it mean if you love too much you will be suffering like this you will be screaming like this you will be shouting like this you will be lamenting like this you will be crying like this and you will be weeping all all the time but if you feel that you are loving someone who will be loving you in turn now and hereafter and forever you will you will weep you will cry being a human being you can cry you can scream but to certain extent two days three days and you have to automatically you have to forget that because you have to live in the world to do something everybody is doing that but at the same time you have to love christ more than your father father mother son and daughter but here um, uh, spoken word father mother son and daughters only in matthew 1037 you can find this is a family family relationship is uh, being depicted over there pictured over here is shown over here but here only father mother son and daughter uh, there is a, the relationship is not complete if you want to make it complete you can go to uh, go to luke 1426 everything is complete here it's spoken uh, your wife brother sister children father mother and your own life itself if you start loving even your own life you are not my disciple it is said there in luka 1426 it is very explicitly saying about the relationship of uh, among your family members you, you have a very love among you have your love you can have but that is for a limited period that has a limits father mother brother sister son daughter children uh, the um, i mean luke 1426 calls uh, uh, daughter and uh, uh, daughters and sons children 
it's very complete father mother children brother sister and wife if you love all these uh, people more than me you are not fit to follow me you won't be my disciple why they will lose their life one day and you should not lose your life for that if you start losing your life for that that means that we are uh, not following Christ and we are following superstition right in those days we heard a word about a sati that was there and if uh, husband uh, dies the wife will be taken uh, and put into the fire uh, I mean uh, alive live alive she will be put into fire live so that is a superstition we called and that is one of the evil social evils was stopped why because it is not right it's common sense our common sense dictates no that is what is said here there is a limit for that secondary thing you can love next to Jesus Christ why because of this he screamed you know the person who I refer to he screamed like anything lamented like anything finally he uh, literally became insane something like that that's the reason that is why Jesus asked us not to become insane by uh, lamenting over the gone life or the beloved one you should not go like that you should not become mad you should be alive for Christ you should be alive for Christ you should be living for Christ and you should uh, do the work of Christ and you should do the work uh, uh, required needed for the society that is the reason for which you have born you have been born you are there you are born only because of that you have to do that you should not lose your life because of all these things so you have to love others and they have to love your, you and your family members are to be loved by you and they have to love you back all such are there but that is secondary and more than that you have to love your own Christ Jesus Christ because he is forever loving you and he is to be loved by you forever that is what is meant by this verse this verse is being confused and confounded for so many years thinking that why Jesus could say whether he is asking us not to love our family members of the family no he is asking us to love our family members elsewhere we could find that in the Bible but at the same time then compared to the love of God love of God is the first one the same way you were to love others but at the same time you sh the, uh, the love of others should would have a limit but for this love we want to have the limit limitless one but at the same time we would love our family the same way we love uh, God even we have to love our enemies we have to love our uh, neighbors all such are given as pro um, commands, uh, commandments in the Bible so if we have to love our enemies if we were to love our uh, uh, neighbors how much would it be for our family members family uh, members of the family we have to love so much and they go to love us back that is there but the second secondary one secondary one means when you compare to the uh, Lord who is forever this is limit limited one but that you could have later you will go and see your father mother son daughter sister brother everyone there in the everlasting life good but here they are departing from you but for their depart and when they depart from you you should not get you should not lose your life you should not uh, become insane about it that is the reason if they in their absence there is one person who loves you and who is to be loved that is Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is forever anybody goes anybody comes but he is there forever to be loved and to love you he will be loving you he will be guiding you in such a way that you will not lose your life and he will be guiding you that you should never be flamed by the fire you will be crossing the rivers but the f uh, you will not get uh, drawn into the river and you will be uh, walking through the fire you will be never be uh, burned by the fire that is what is a promise given by Jesus Christ that's why it's the reason that he wants us to love him uh, more than uh, 
the love that we have for others, for anybody, even for the family members, then that is there. This is the spiritual love that is uh, being spoken over here. But the same way, the commandment is there. You love your God, you love your God, commandment, the same way you love your neighbors. Two commandments. But uh, the, the, the love that we uh, bestow on others has a limit. And the love the, that uh, is bestowed on us has a limit. But the first love that we bestow on God doesn't have any limit. And uh, that is uh, bestowed on us doesn't have any limit. That is the reason he asks us to love him more. You might have heard about Thomas Alva Edison. Edison was a, he was a very intelligent person. We know about him. He is a person who has found out, he was found out, invented number of things that we are using now, even the electricity, bulb, all such. And he could do it even before he attained uh, his age of, I mean, age uh, 60, 60 or something like that. Before that, he could invent more than 1,000 uh, inventions. Such a person he was. Throughout the world, people are not uh, too much intelligent to understand uh, the genius. The people who are too much intel uh, too, too, with uh, too much of intelligence. Now, now too, throughout the world, everywhere we could find in the same way. I mean, uh, Thomas Alva Edison was too intelligent to be understood by his own teachers. One day, one of his teachers, one of his class teachers, uh, just wrote a letter to his mother stating all this, that your son is not good, he is not uh, mentally fit to I mean, uh, continue his studies, he even is, uh, he seems to be very insane or something like that, he is not intelligent to understand anything, taught or something like that, he is always pondering over something which is not there, he seems to be pondering over everything, Whenever a question is asked, he is not answering all such and so you just keep your son at home and don't send his son, your son to school. This is what is written in a paper, in a piece of paper and it was given to, handed over to Thomas Alva Edison and asked him to hand it over to his father. And he just went and handed it to his mother and the mother read that, that letter and just folded it and put it in one of the books which she kept. And uh, Thomas Alva Edison asked his mother what the, the things were there in the letter. The mother said, you are very intelligent boy and uh, you seem to be very intelligent, you are growing, growing very intelligent that uh, the people are not able to understand you and the teachers are not able to understand you but they are asking you to come to school, continue the uh, education and schooling over there and then only the school will improve like that. All such are written over there. You just go to school and study well, and you get uh, uh, your life placed in a very good uh, place, prominent place. All such will come out of that. You just go and continue your studies, Mother said. And Thomas Alvarez was, was very happy, and he was uh, continuing his studies. And he, uh, out of that thought, out of that encouragement, out of that uh, some uh, provoking uh, words. He became a very intelligent person and he could do all these things that I, we were talking about. And what happened one day, uh, he became a very intelligent man. He found out a lot of things, all such happened. But one day his mother died. That's the thing. That's the limit, no? Mother died. Mother loved him too much. That is what the Bible says. If a mother would forget his own son, Babe, the mother, uh, will the mother uh, forget? If the mother could do that, I won't do. She won't do. If she were to do, even if she could do, I won't do. That is what is promised. Why? Because the mother could not do anything like that. The Thomas Alvarez's mother's mother was uh, encouraging him like anything and he became such a man. And one day she died and he was lamenting and he was uh, shouting, screaming like anything. 
because of the loss of the mother. That's right. As a human being, we have to do. We have to just uh, uh, let our emotion come out. We have to do. Automatically, we have to do that. He did it. And uh, days uh, just went by and uh, he, he was just passing his uh, days. One day he could uh, read, I mean, uh, see a Bible. And he took the Bible and uh, he was uh, just uh, taking the Bible and started reading. And just he was uh, taking you know, one page to one page, another page, something like that. He was taking all the pages. There he could find one letter over there. And he took the letter and read the letter. The letter stated this. Stays, I mean, it had uh, these, uh, these things. Your son is good for uh, is not good for anything. He is not intelligent. He's an in, he looks like an insane. He should not be sent to school. You just keep him in the house and alone. Don't let him come to school. This is what is written over there. The same thing was uh, explained to him in a different uh, way. That made him the positive words of the mother made him such a great man. Now he seeing the letter. He started crying like anything. Um, thinking that the mother has done a very good thing that otherwise he would have uh, lost his life. He would have lost his life and we would have lost all these inventions now. Such a great man, he lived out of the, uh, his mother's uh, provoking and the, the positive words. And it is said, when he took the Bible and he read that, he started crying like anything, weeping, crying, and she was, uh, he was screaming like anything but at the same time it is said he could find this particular verse Matthew 5, 10 37 where he could find if you love your mother your father son daughter more than me you are not my disciple he could understand yes my mother has been um, mother is lost but there is one mother and father which is Jesus Christ who is not lost who loves me I would allow him. He started believing that and he started doing all the work thereafter and he was very happily doing this work. Uh, thinking his mother and uh, thanking God for his mother, he started loving Christ. That is what is meant. That is what is expected. Jesus Christ is expecting us the same thing. He wants us to follow him. Taking our own cross. What is our own cross? The cross won't uh, go away from us because Jesus Christ has carried his own cross and he is not letting us to take his own cross because it has been already carried over and he has fulfilled his accomplishment everything is he has accomplished everything he has finished his work now we have to take our cross because uh, this world is a sinful world it has been lost i mean last world we have, we have put into the sin and jesus christ has redeemed us but he has not taken us from the world wherein we find this um, uh, sins abounding he is not, uh, not uh, taking us from the world but he has put us into that and he is asking us to go through all these things believing having faith in him then we will be successfully coming out we will have uh, come out victoriously we will be the winners we will be winning that is what is promised. So, uh, that is very important thing. He is promised and he is asking us to take our cross and follow him. Take your own cross and follow me. That means you take your cross, R deep rivers will come on the way. Don't worry about that because you have to take your own cross. You have to walk through the fire. That is your own cross. But remember, He is with you. He has promised that He will be with you. He is with you to make you come out safe. He will make you come out safe. Daniel was put into the den, lion's den. Daniel was put into the dens of the lion. But he would have been stopped from uh, being put in the den. However, he was put into the den of lions, but the Lord stopped, I mean, uh, stopped the lions from eating him. He just closed the mouth of the lions. He shut the mouth of the lions. The same way, 
he would have stopped uh, those people who being, uh, I mean, uh, the people being put into the fire. But he let them put into the fire, but he did not uh, let them get uh, burnt out of the fire. That is what. That is what the. That is what is promised. You take your cross, and follow me. But I will be with you, to keep you safe. That is the promise. That is a promise. Start where? Starting from 43:2, 43, 43:2 Isaiah. It comes to this one, uh, Matthew 10:38. In 36th verse, your own enemies will be there in the household itself because they are teaching you negatively, saying that you have to do this all such. And negatively, we start thinking about. We 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 don't uh, have that uh, that uh, particular thought that Jesus Christ has been has to be placed more than everything else. That is what is required. That is what is required in this particular verse. But that is not uh, taught in the home. That is why. And moreover, these people. The household, in when we are in the household, the um, the household teaches us the wrong thing. That's the reason he says that they are your worst enemies, mostly. That's the reason. <coughs> okay. Now, having seen this, we come to the next one, Mark ten thirty-seven. What is uh, what is going on over here? Mark ten thirty-seven. Because Jesus Christ has promised us that He would be keeping us safe. We are following Him. We have to follow, and we are following Him. Now we come to the this thirty-seven uh, Mark ten uh, thirty-seven. I read it out. Uh, Mark thirty-seven says like this. What happens is James and John, these two people, they are his own disciples. They come and ask Jesus, Jesus, my Lord. You have to give us one thing that we ask for. This is what I want to ask. Jesus asked them, thirty-sixth verse, what they wanted. They answered, "When you come, they answered is our verse for this message. When you come into your glory, please let one of us sit at your right side and the other at your left." This is what is asked by them. Jesus is asking so many other questions, and they answer. And Jesus said, "It's okay that you will do." But the fortieth verse, where he says one one more thing that is important. But it is not for me to say who will sit at my right side or at my left. That is for God to decide. That is what is given. His own disciples uh, are coming to Jesus Christ. One of, uh, I mean, uh, two of his disciples. He had twelve disciples, two of his disciples, and uh, John is one of the loving disciple. John and James come and ask for Jesus' glory uh, to be even uh, shared with them by letting one sit at the right and uh, letting another sit at the right, uh, left side. He is asking so many questions, Jesus. They answer, yes, yes. Jesus also says, yes, you will do all these things, right? Good, good, good. But finally, fortieth verse says, you will do all these things. But at the same time, whoever is to sit at the right or the left when I come in the glory of the Father, it is not up to me. It is up to my Father. It is up to my Father, for whom it has been assigned, for whom it has been already planned. For whom it has been uh, uh, already designed will be given. It is not for you. What does it mean? It is said Jesus Christ came for Jews. Jesus spoke particular thing to particular person, and he is for particular uh, race or something like that. No, he is for the world. Even for his own disciple, he is not promising that uh, they will be sharing. Um, the, I mean. Uh, the, Right or left side. That means uh, the, they will be given the uh, life that uh, way they ask for, the life that they expect. No, being a Christian, we cannot expect that. Being uh, an evangelist, we cannot expect. Being a pastor, we cannot expect. Being uh, a Christian uh, uh, leader, we cannot expect. But it is for those people 
who who I mean uh, who are doing the will of the Father will have that place. That is why Jesus says in Matthew 7, it says very clearly, he says, those who call me Lord, Lord will not inherit the everlasting life for those people who, who do the will of the Father will inherit the everlasting life. The people will start asking Jesus, uh, Jesus when he comes uh, in his uh, throne. Yes, we were doing all these things. We will be casting devils. <coughs> we will be performing miracles. And we, we, we were doing the work uh, like a prophesying all such. But Jesus says, no, I don't uh, know you. Just go out of this place. And uh, this is what is giving general generosity. And he is uh, giving it for the world, for anybody. That is why uh, Matthew 6, 6 says, this is a prayer. This is the way of prayer, you private prayer. That will give you a reward publicly. So nobody knows. Nobody knows. If you are not going to church, nobody knows that you are a follower of Christ. But you will inherit because you are following him privately. That means spiritually. You are, not, uh, you are very bold enough to follow him spiritually. And you are publicly letting everybody know that you are the follower of Christ. Not by going to church, but by getting the reward from God, the Father. So not going to church is that much of important when you compare it with the Matthew 6, 6 prayer or something like that. The words of Christ. Here he says, it is not up to me to fix it for you or for anyone who, who is my disciple. He has, uh, he has uh, 12 disciples, but he is not even promising that place for his own disciples. Uh, even for John, who was a loving disciple for Jesus Christ, even he died for Jesus. James also died for Jesus Christ later. But he is not, uh, he knows that. He has already uh, spoken about uh, so many things and he knows about uh, the death of those people also and then uh, he knows about their love all such and being his disciples, they have uh, the right to ask for that but he is not giving it. He is not promising, saying that you will inherit all such things. No, it is for those people for whom it is uh, designed or uh, planned it will be given by the Father to them. So what does it mean? He is for the world. He is for everybody. So he is generally for everybody. He is common for everybody. Irrespective of you are being a Christian, you are being an evangelist, you are being a minister or something like that. Whoever you may be. But if you follow the will of the Father, you will inherit that that is not even promised to the particular person who is publicly doing all these things like Christians or ministers or evangelists or those people who call themselves, uh, I mean, prominent uh, Christians doing uh, prayer warriors and something like that. No, it is for those people who, for whom it has been designed. Such a great message he is giving. It is common for everybody, common for the world. That is why he is common for the world. And that is the reason we follow him. And next one, Luke 10, 37. Here, what we say, what we see is uh, um, uh, the second part of the 37th verse, it says, go and do likewise. What does it mean? He is giving a command. He is giving this command to a lawyer. That command given to the lawyer is a command for the Christians also to do. What does uh, it mean? It is uh, this. What is happening is he is giving them I mean, a parable. He uh, is uh, telling a parable. Uh, finally, he says this. This is about Good Samaritan uh, uh, parable. Uh, the lawyer is asking about uh, the neighbor. Who is his neighbor all such? He is not answering. The prominent people, lies were the prominent people in those days. And he was asking Jesus Christ about, uh, about uh, his uh, preachings, about the neighbors or something like that. And he is asking about the neighbor or bystander. He is not directly answering him. Instead, he is asking him, I mean, telling him a parable, story. And having he listened to this uh, parable, 
he just puts a question to him and asks the same question to him and he answers. He says, this is the person. That means the Samaritan is the neighbor, something, something like that he answered very um, brightly. He made him speak like that. Finally he says, you also go and do like that. What does it mean? You also go and do some good works. I am for the victims. That means you become a human right warriors. You should become a human right defenders. You should do something for the benefit of the world. He was put into the um, ground and he, the person was, uh, I mean, there, half dead. And the Samaritan helped him out. The same way you also go and help the victims. That's why in India, we have law, Good Samaritan uh, law by the Supreme Court of India, 2015, they have uh, made this law. Because of 2014, there was a uh, there was a bill, so I mean, Good Samaritan Act, uh, that is a bill still. When it becomes a law, I mean, act, uh, we, we will have that act instead of this law. But now we have the law in, uh, by the Supreme Court, 2015 law, that is what is known as a Good Samaritan law, that protects us from uh, people attacking us or uh, questioning us, inquiring us, all such. Uh, police and the hospitals. We can help the people, the people, I mean the victims who are left off, maybe any kind of victim. This is a part of our ministry, this is a part of our Christian ministry, but we are not bothered about doing that. Human right, humanitarian works. Jesus was even uh, going to the extent of speaking about the humanism. Those things we already seen. But here he is asking us to go and do the humanitarian, I mean the human rights. Human, human rights uh, works are the humanitarian services. Here human right is also there because his human rights is uh, being infringed by the thieves. They just uh, battered him like anything. He was left uh, half dead and the Samaritan came and uh, he just uh, saved his life. Put oil to his uh, wounds or something like that. All such he did. He took him to the inn and he just kept him in the inn also as he did. The same way we have to also do such things to the uh, victims, especially the victims. That is a kind of ministry promised, I mean, uh, commanded by Jesus Christ to do. We have to do that. That is Luke 10.37. Go and do likewise. That has become a law. Good Samaritan act has come. Good Samaritan law has come out of uh, the parable of Jesus Christ. And the commandment is there for us to do that. And the protection is given by the honorable court and the government. We have to do it, fearing nobody. We can do, even in India. I'm speaking about India. So we can very well do that. And we have to uh, do it for the welfare of the society. That is what is required. And these things, if it were a religion, we have to preach it out. We have to tell others that not the way that most of the people do. That is what is given in the Indian Constitution, Article 25 to 28. We can see more than that. You can find now UDHR, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, declared in 1948 by the United Nations. And if anybody wants to. Uh, see those articles, only 30 articles uh, are there. I like uh, Christians to read the, all those articles just before starting your ministry or when you are doing your ministry, you have to go through all these things. 18 the article and 15 the article are uh, giving you some very clear meaning. I mean, uh, it says, you, you are at liberty to preach, profess your religion. You can worship any God. You can profess any religion. 18th article. So many things are there. I have translated uh, that English part in, into Indian Tamil. If you want to search for Tamil, you search for Indian Tamil, um, UDHR. You put it and put in the search engine and search for that and you will find that uh, source uh, is ICA University. 
it's run by me you can go through all those uh, articles that will be of very use to you if you do the ministry and the Bible also Bible is, ask, is also asking you to do that Jesus just before his ascension he asked his disciples to do that he commanded his disciples to do that mark of 16 15 we can find that go and preach the gospel to all the people because he is common to everybody he is for everybody that is why and we have to do the humanitarian service and human rights we have to be human right defenders but not the way the people think but the way the bible gives us guides us and shows us the ways this is what and now we have to see the thing we are commanded to follow the will of the father we will not inherit the everlasting life because we are calling him lord lord except by uh, following the will of the father the same way he was also doing the will of the father as we could find that in john 10 37 what happens is here in 10.37, the previous verse and the next verse, we could find that in 10.37 what happens is he, the people who were um, offended by Jesus Christ uh, were ready to pelt stone on him. And Jesus is just asking, why are you ready to do the, all these things? Why are you just uh, um, uh, ready to stone me? Why just want to throw stone on me, pelt? stone on me or something like that uh, for my good works they say no not for good works but because you are you said that you are uh, you are uh, God or uh, you are Lord or something like that I just read out that um, Jesus says in your scriptures doesn't God say you are gods you can't argue with the scriptures and God spoke to those people and called them gods so why do you accuse me of a terrible sin for saying that I am the son of God? After all, it is the father who prepared me for this work. He is also one who sent me into the world. If I don't do as my father does, you should not believe me. So next verse also. But if I do what my father does, you should believe me. Because of that, even if you don't have faith in me, then you will know for certain that the father is one with me and I am one with the Father. Now he is telling like this, so I am doing the will of the Father. If you see me doing the will of the Father, you would believe me. If you don't believe me also, you would just believe the works that I have been doing. And if you start believing the works, I seeing the works, uh, believing the works, you would automatically believe my works and thereby you will know that I am with the Father and the Father with me. For that I have been sent by the Father. God has sent me for this purpose and I have been doing that. Why are you ready to stone on me? He is asking those people. And uh, here we understand one thing. The will of the Father is very important. Jesus Christ could do that. He preached. What he preached, he practiced. What he practiced, he preached. He is not a politi politician saying one thing doing another one doing another one saying another thing no he practiced and he preached have you seen he said you love your enemies he loved his enemies he said you love your neighbors he loved his neighbors he said you uh, love sinners he loved sinners we have already seen so many verses and uh, for instance you could find this he said that you love your enemies the same way he loved his enemies on the cross, he was beaten, battered, spit, whatnot, and he was on the cross and he was crying, pleading to the Father for the sinners who were doing uh, against him. He says, Father, they don't know what they are doing, forgive them. He spoke about forgiveness, he was preaching about forgiveness, he forgave his enemies, he could do that. And that is the will of the Father. That is what is expected from us. And we have been making all secondary thing, primary one, and the primary, the second one, secondary one. That is the reason we are not able to understand the scripture the same way it is to be understood. Even the prayer, the primary one, 
which is spoken of in Matthew 6 6 we are uh, we are not uh, concentrating on it instead we are uh, speaking about uh, the secondary prayers as the primary one and fasting spoken of there in the same Matthew 6 16 and say 17 you could find uh, it is a private work but we are doing it uh, public as a public one we are doing it we are making everything private uh, public one and secondary uh, primary the secondary one all such Jesus Christ is to be loved primarily and we have made it a secondary one we have to love everyone the same way but next to Jesus because as I said they will not be so long I mean uh, forever he is forever he is to be loved through, through his love we will be still loving them without weeping without crying without uh, uh, being uh, losing uh, without losing our love be, without being uh, uh, lost as such and we will be meeting a number of uh, uh, things that will be giving us trouble we will be confronting all these things all these uh, troubles disturbances all sort of uh, things coming near us we will be encountering all these things so many things will be coming and thronging over us hovering over us but we will be the witness we will, nothing will harm us. We will come out victoriously. We will be the witness. So we have to remember that and we have to do things um, uh, believing it, having faith on God, uh, Jesus Christ. Having faith on Jesus Christ. That's why he's asking us, if you don't believe me also, you just believe my works, see my works and believe me. If you start believing my works, you will start believing that I am with the Father and the Father with me and we are one. We will start believing that. The Holy Spirit, the promise to Holy Spirit has been given to us to convince us into all truth. If he comes and convinces us into the truth, we will start uh, uh, doing the right things. That's the reason Jesus promised that I will send my, I mean, I will send the Holy Spirit, the promised Holy Spirit, and He will come and guide you into all truth. He comes, if He comes, if He is received, if He is put into our uh, inside of us, He will be guiding us into all truth. And we will be able to understand things. Then we will not be thinking about the lesser things. See, we, we, we are not, uh, mostly people don't uh, forget about their life. Life is important, but they don't forget about the life. Life is very important, including me and everybody. Most of the time, and being human beings, we are constrained to do that. But at the same time, we have to think about it, ponder over it, meditate over it. And we would come out of that and we would have faith on God. Thereby, we will be winning everything. We will be coming out victoriously. And see, life is very important. But... We are made to think life is a secondary, uh, the money is primary, money is needed, but that is secondary. We think about our life, we don't think about it. So tomorrow, whether we live or not, nobody knows. Even on bed, most of the people die. Even uh, accident, tomorrow they plan about so many things, but uh, uh, by accident, I mean, when, when they go by car, they get into the accidents and they die. But we don't think about all these things. But if you don't have money, we think that we will lose everything. We are thinking like that. We don't think about our life being lost. But we think about the money. We don't have money. We are just working. But we should not be uh, phlegmatic. We should not be lazy. But we have to work. But at the same time, we don't have uh, money uh, that much as expected. God will give surely because we have worked out. We have uh, lived uh, the way He expects us to do. We have worked hard. But at the same time, it does not come to our hands. It will come. But at the same time, we don't even uh, worry about our life uh, tomorrow's, tomorrow how we will be living all such. But we are worrying about the money that is secondary but will be given surely that is the uh, that is where the bible says in um, matthew 5 25 to uh, 34 you don't worry about all such things 
we sometimes uh, we are um, trained uh, in, uh, that way that uh, hard work is very important hard work is important but the hard work is not that much that uh, that is not the one that is only required no if it is uh, the only thing required the person who is working hard the woodcutter he is the person who is doing uh, the hard work uh, the uh, i mean mostly but he he has never become rich as we could uh, see in the history throughout the world never has he become a rich person working hard and hard but there is something more than hard work you could find a bud uh, of a flower in the night in the morning you go and see the uh, the flower blossoming like anything that's the bible says that's why the bible says you you see the flowers lilies father is able to do all these things for the lilies how much it's for you that he will be making you cloth like anything he will just make the flowers are coming like this coming as a bird in the night in the morning it's not working hard to do that it's god's um, grace that's making us blossom in the same way god's grace to is to make us blossom like anything it is not our hard work hard work is required for us but that doesn't make us uh, blossom like anything it is like a flower we are we are as a, we are as a, the flower budding in the night blossoming in the morning we will come out like anything believing god and uh, uh, believing this particular verse isaiah 43:2 saying you will walk through the fire you will not get burned you will walk through the deep waters you will not get drowned this is what is the promise given by the uh, verse and we have to believe that god will bless us see you next uh, next week god bless us amen